Okay, so I wanted to um, continue over here in Chalik. Uh, Keep that by me. Thank you. And um, we were on Kuklam and Zion in the Kappa. And the Ramam was, um, we, were, we were reading uh, where the Ram discussing the fact that Chazal and Chachamim in general teach in the derech of Moshal and Chidah. And um, and the marshal and the uh, and Chida, they have the the nigla and the nista, and they have the part that's the simple, obvious, plain meaning, um, and then the um, the inner meaning. And um, and the Ram says that's the way you should take these strange sounding stories. You should recognize that this is simply the methodology of, of uh, Chachamim to employ Moshe and Chida. And, um, and, and therefore, you should recognize when the simple meaning doesn't make sense, there must be some inner meaning, okay? But over here, he's just going over, he's emphasizing, trying to demonstrate the fact that this is a, uh, a normal, it's a standard in all Chachamim, of um that they use this this method this is not like apologetics not like you know saying oh they probably meant something you know what i mean this is uh this is actually the the, the norm and the and the natural and, and and even the necessary way to teach okay so we'll come back to to more of those ideas where ron discusses it earlier in nakdama but i just wanted to go through some of his examples of here so he says so first of all, right, he mentions that uh, Shlomo opens up with the statement of, um, you know, So you see that that that's the um, that's the way Chacham speak, and um, and he says, "Madua this poly, why should you be uh, astounded um, that they that they uh, why why should you be surprised?" That they composed wisdom in the manner of allegory. Um, and they compared them to low, simple things or common things. You see that Shlomo made Mishle and Shirashir and Koheles, right? And again, using, you know, love and things like that that are not uh, ideals. Uh, you know, psychological love. He uses those as to teach via that 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 marshal a deep uh, nimshal. So he says, and, and why should you think it's strange to explain their words and to take them out of their plain meaning in order that they should align them with with uh, muska with with intelligent uh, meanings and. Um, and to put them in line with the truth. Was, why should that be a surprising thing? Why should you think it's strange that we take statements of Chazal that on their face are, are either bizarre or just simplistic, and we we um, interpret them in a way that aligns with deep wisdom? Was, it's not a... Um, we're not imposing this on the words. This is... This is a, a reasonable interpretation because it's reasonable to assume that they speak this way. And he says, and to prove it, he says, 
they themselves, Chazal themselves, explain Psukim in the Torah, and they take them out of their plain meaning, and they make a marshal, and they make them into a marshal. And that is true. Like we find, they say that when it says in the Pasuk, okay, let me see, and, uh, I want to take this, this particular case that he, that he brings down and, um, and, and see if we can understand what it is that they're, uh, that they're trying to hint at. What, what's the language? What's the marshal of it? So, it is a, uh, it's the Gemara on the bottom of Yud Chesom and Aleph in Brachos. Okay. So he says, uh, So Binayahu, okay, the son of Yoyada, was a Ben Ishchai. Okay, a man of great deeds from Kabziel. Maybe I might be mispronouncing that word. And he smote the two Ariel of Moab. Um, whatever that means exactly. I mean, in, in allegory, it means the, the, the Mizbeach. Okay. Um, and he descended and hit the lion in the pit on the day of snow. Okay, so he says, uh, Okay, so basically, this pasuk, these psukim are going through describing what seems to be great feats of certain uh, members of, uh, of the David's uh, army, right? Uh, Means it names people. Not these aren't made up people, right? And it seems like it's giving an account of something he did. But yet the Gemara in Bracho says, "What does this pasuk mean?" First of all, it says, "What does it mean?" He's a Ben Ishchai. Is everybody else Ben in it? Is everybody else right? So that's the Gemara says. It means to say Ben Ishchai means even Afilu Ben Misaso Karuchai. Okay, so he's a living he's a living man. Well, means to say that was the the uh, segue over here to say that the uh, tzaddikim even the even the misasim are called uh, alive. But now it goes to what are these feats that it's talking about? It says, what does he mean? He was Rav Paolim, a man of great deeds. Sheriba v'mikab tzeel from this place called Kab tzeel. Sheriba v'kovats poalim Torah. Okay, it means he increased and gathered together men of deeds for Torah. Okay, um, and what does it mean that he was Hiko Eshne Ariel Moav? Shelo Hiniach Kamoso Lobe Mikdash Rishon Lobe Mikdashin. So the Ariel is the base on Mikdash. So he says. And when he hid it, it means to say, it's like he, he, he lowered it. Like he was dominant over the whole, through the time of the both um, uh, of those times, the Shnei Mikdashim, there was no one like him. Okay. And what does it mean? What does it mean 
uh, and he descended and hit the lion in the pit on the day of snow, right? He says, the two opinions. Iko de Omri de Tova Gazize de Bardov Nochas Okay, either it means he broke Gazize de Bardo, so borrowed his uh, ice, right? He 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 broke pieces of ice. Um, that's the Yom Hashelag. And he went and he was Tovel for because he was a Balkari in order to learn Torah. In the ice, in the ice of water. Well, he broke through the through the ice to get into the water. What does water do with it? Good question, right? And or it means he learned um, the Sifra de Beirav, the Yoma de Sistav, the de Sistva on, on the cold day. So, so the Ram says that how could you think it's strange and, un, and, and inappropriate for us to take a statement of Chazal out of its plain meaning and interpret it in an allegorical fashion to align it with a higher ideal of knowledge when Chazal themselves took a Pesach in, in, in this is not Mishle, this is not Kohelis, this is not, uh, right? This is, sounds like a straightforward account of somebody's deeds. And they interpret the whole thing in a Derek Marshall of Torah. Okay. But the question is, why couldn't they just write what he did? What's the purpose? He's proving to us, okay, that they do these, uh, they do these strange kinds of things. But why couldn't it just write, uh, that he was a great man who gathered many people to learn and he put everybody in bias region by a shame to shame. And he went to her for, for a cold dip so he can uh, be, be total from the stomach. I mean, what's the, what's the, this is not like a deep secret that we have to hide. I mean, you know, say, look, you have to use a muscle because it's too, you know, that's one thing, but Ram's not, uh, doesn't seem like that's the, the, uh, the idea of it. So what, what's the purpose of such a muscle? The Ram, the Ram is showing you that it's a derech, it's an accepted derech of learning. And they accepted that this is a methodology of teaching. So they're accepting that the, the Navi wrote ideas in this in this fashion and therefore they would employ it's natural to think that they would employ this method too because they're learning a proper method of teaching right. but, but the question is what, what do you think about the um he says vishamasha era calls them marshal just curious and then of course it says eo some say as a marshal um and the mesa yechezkel some say we're a marshal and many things like that but just out of curiosity, what would you th- what, what what would you say is the benefit of using a marshal of the year? Why, why? Why? First of all, two questions, I guess. Why do Chazal, like to Oren's question, what right do they have to interpret it as a marshal, right? In the first place, and secondly, what is the what's the importance of employing a marshal in this case? Just say it straight, right? Yeah, but so what do you say to the first question? Just to clear on the yeah. question. They're interpreting it according to the according to here's an important point, right? What is the Rambam saying about what they're doing over here? They're not according to the Rambam, they're saying this is what the Pusik means. They're saying when the Pusik wants to tell you about, about this individual, 
and it describes it in these in the in these terms. These th- this this is simply a statement of a bederach marshal of what they really of what they really did. Oh, okay. so the, the snow and, and there was no snow. But that's, that's there was no. That's right. Not, none of those things happened. What really happened was uh, was the the marshal. Right. He didn't come from Kabzel. He wasn't a uh, right. All of those things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never thought on the on, on this question. Though, if you have those categories down, you read a puzzle. Right. It's impossible. So what is the impossibility here? So what is the, and that's what something that, that right like uh, who is that? The Sajigan mentioned at the beginning of uh, his sefer. Can you say take things words? literal unless it's impossible? Yeah. Yeah. Can you read the? Well, the thing is like this: it's describing bin Yahu ben Yoyada, okay, and it's describing him in these yeah. ma- in, 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 and it's obviously a very laudatory statement, right? It's it's praising him and exempl- and showing his greatness, and it's. Giving the greatness, the greatness is, is in terms of um, sounding more like physical feats. That's the, that, that's, that's the point, right? Uh-huh. So Chazal have a Masora that that cannot be the greatness of this man. Uh-huh. You know and the greatness of this individual cannot be so that he hit a lion in a pit. <laughs> that was it. Wow, you know how fantastic Gavadamelk was? He did, uh, he was able to bench press 600 pounds. And you're like, that's impossible. How could a problem? Not that it's impossible. How could a problem? Five hundred. Okay, whatever. Twice twice in body weight. Whatever was it? How is that a perfection? How is that a perfection? How is that exemplifying a perfection? So how could the the navi be praising these individuals who were not simply warriors, right? Not 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 simply warriors. And the gemara has a lot. There are a lot of things where they can say he. He was able to you know, a lot of those feats, and they interpret all of them in an in an allegorical sense. So the Ram is trying to show you, trying to show you that people of great stature, intellectually, philosophically, metaphysically, when they talk about things in a mundane way, they can't. That can't be the meaning because the mundane holds no appeal to uh, to a chacham. The the, the physical uh, prowess is, is is nothing. I mean. Uh, you look through Tehillim, it always says that it's not in the strength and it's not, right? So why do we say, oh, this guy is so great because he's so strong? It doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. right? So they say it must be a marshal for what he really is, okay? But why do you need the marshal? That's my question. Why do you need the marshal? Let's take the case of Hiko es ha'ari besoch habor biyom That's the one that stands out, right? And it says, and what did he really do? He broke the ice, right? Like it's a lake or a, a mikvah that had a layer of ice on top of it. He was a Valkyrie, and a Valkyrie is not allowed to learn Torah until he goes to the mikvah. He cracked a hole in the ice and he dunked and uh, so he could learn. So why don't you just say, say that? Right. Yeah, go ahead. I feel like it's a little kicking the hand down the road. but It wants to emphasize, it wants to show you the degree of uh, power, like you say, Ezehu Gibor, right, is uh, really Kovish Yitzro. It was what's the real Gavura? What's the real uh, battle that he was able to to be victorious on? If you tell a, if you tell a person it's a battle of uh, you know of, of immersing yourself in the mikvah, it doesn't really it doesn't really do justice to the accomplishment of the individual, right? Mm-hmm. It was. 
he wants to exemplify and show you that in a derech moshul, it was a it was the defeat of something that was a tremendous obstacle and possible harm, and he was able to subdue that, and and uh, and therefore the marshal, just to give you the facts, right, wouldn't give you the whole picture of the greatness of the person. It wouldn't show you what he was grappling with. It wouldn't show you the. The, the accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So it has to be portrayed. Sometimes when you want to express uh, the, you know, the, um, like the character of it and, and the impact that it had on other people, that's also important. Like other people would see this and to them it would be like, wow, a guy defeated a lion with his hands. It'd be like a person could uh, 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 could reach such a level of uh, of devotion and dedication and inner strength to um, that uh, that was something that uh, that he exemplified and therefore Chazal are saying that it must be that in a derech marshal they want to show you the 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 degree of his uh, of his uh, inner strength and uh, and it's portrayed in a common way that you can relate to because in a, in a sense it's also trying to teach us right those of us who haven't had this experience we want to have a taste of what he of what it, what it was like for him you know and we can't relate necessarily to the inner to the defeat of that inner lion so to speak. But we can relate to the actual one, and we say, "Ah, wow, that's now I have a now I have a sense, right?" Because otherwise, just like an abstract thing, yeah, he really overcame his uh, his yeser. Okay, what does that you know? What does that mean? That's just like a abstract. But to have a way of 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 kind of uh, almost uh, you know imagining it in a um, in a derech marshal, it's able to deliver. The truth of the event in ways that just the words of the description could not. The words of the description really do not do it justice to what it actually was. Mm-hmm. You know what I, mean? I say a guy cracked ice and didn't. Okay, he's, it just seems very simple and plain. You know, so so therefore, and that's a simple idea in the marshal. Just trying to, but he's trying to show you. He's trying to show you that that. The great people like Nevi'im and, the, and and Chazal are not going to speak about the mundane. They're not going to use that as a as a as a uh, as an ideal. And but sometimes the mundane is necessary to bring out a, a deeper idea that a description to someone who hasn't really shared that experience wouldn't relate to. But we can all relate to the you know the amazing feat of. Uh, of uh, hitting the boar in the in the in the, the lion in the pit on the day of the snow. Okay, yeah, and that's also a part of the power of that marshal in in a line in, in five words. It can it can uh, you know uh, evoke a whole uh, a whole sense, a whole imagery, a whole experience. Okay, and it's memorable. That's the other thing. Right, it's memorable. Right. That's another important point to because uh, memorable is impactful. You know what I mean? You walk around with that idea, like, uh, you know, th- th- there is a certain importance in in having, you know, it's like memory. There are people who spend their whatever, 
and a lot of energy is figuring out ways to memorize things better, you know, and, and imagery and things like that are, are powerful. So it's much easier to walk around with a with, and, and, and be reminded of, a, of an image which has content of ideas than, you know, uh, an idea per se. It's, it's much closer to the, to, that, uh, to the emotional faculty, which is really the faculty that you have to battle sometimes. And it's also part of it. Like, uh, like Avram Ramsey, I mean, you need your imagination a lot of times to battle the imagination of the of the Azara. So all of those reasons make uh, make a marshal an important type of a thing. Like the famous uh, Chazal say with with Yosef, you know, he saw the image of his father, so his father's face, and that was you know impactful at that moment. So for all of those reasons, but the Ram is trying to show you, you see, there are there are many reasons, and and the point is they even a pasuk. Uh, could take something as a, with a mundane statement and, and have a deeper meaning. The next one that he quotes is really difficult to understand, but uh, that sounds like a simple explanation. It says, it says, David asked for water, and they brought it to him and he spilled it out. <laughs> but the Marshal says, it doesn't make sense. Why would that? He asked for water from a specific place, and so the Gemara says, no, that's all a Marshal. He asked advice from the Sanhedrin, and they gave him an answer for himself, and he didn't want to take it. But again, Again, they're saying, why would they be telling us there must be something deeper? There must be something deeper. And uh, that Gemara that is in Bava Kama, yeah. And that Gemara is clear there was no Masora, because there are like four explanations of what, of what he asked them and what his answer was. Mm-hmm. But they, were all, they all held it was, there had to be something more than just a, um, a simple request for water from Beis Lechem, and, uh, and 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 the story uh, with David like that. In terms of which elements of the words are are, are interpreted as a marshal, if you want to see a, um, I mean, like I guess like a dazzling display of this uh, type of method of interpretation, I would highly recommend the Juggler and the King. I'm sure, some of you guys have heard of it, but it's supposedly a. Um, it's it's a um, an elaboration um, of the uh, of what is supposed to be the pierce of the gra on certain very very strange midrashim in Baba Basra, like the ones that sound crazy when you read them, right? Um, and over there, you know, the gra he's able to show you every word is a reference to a certain idea. And you can see that this word means this because of that Gemara there. And this word, means, like they had, a, they did have some kind of a coded language. So that's why, that's why the, the Marsha is always a great resource because when you find a, a Medrash, he knows every Gemara and he, he knows, you know, like some of those, sometimes he'll give you those coded languages. Oh, this is a reference to that. You would never in, in, you know, Maybe in a hundred years you learn Gemara for hundred years you figure it out, but he, he he you know he gives you those things. But at the same time, the Rashba right has a sefer on a Gaza, and he says sometimes you just have to make the story hold together. So sometimes elements are in there just to, to make the story complete. <laughs> right. So I don't know how you how you get to figure out which ones are, and the Ram too, in, in his introduction to the Mora, he also says. You know, sometimes the sometimes the, the lessons in the beginning of the marshal and the end of the marshal. Sometimes it's two lessons in one marshal. It's it's a very 
uh, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not near that kind so of level. Yes. Yeah. So Agavorcha, I was, um, I was learning. Hold on, where was that? Yeah, I was learning with uh, my daughter. She's doing Shmuel Days. So we have uh, came across another good example of this. Shmuel Days Days. You have the story with um, with Alicia. Okay. Um, yeah. You have the story with Alicia. Where is it? Anyway, yeah, Malachim Beis, where it's with Alicia. So it says he left uh, after Leo died. So he was leaving and it said that uh, these kids came out and they called him Baldy Baldy. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> and... Uh, and he sicked the wild bears on them, and they tore them to pieces. You know, but over there, Chazal also say it means kids means they were like narim, meaning in the sense that they were involved in a, in in isurim. I forget exactly how they, but they make it basically that it wasn't just a bunch of kids that were making fun of a guy because he had no hair who got really angry and just. And God sent bears to destroy them. I mean, that would be silly. That would be silly. What kind of a prayer? Then we say, Alicia's a crazy guy. A couple, of, a couple of kids make fun of him. He doesn't know he's bald. I mean, it's just obvious. You know, that would be a great Alicia. And he got so angry at a bunch of kids who make fun of him. And then he kills them. So it's not possible to say such a thing. Not possible to say it means no. Na'arim, the whole thing was was a was a Derek Marshall. But it's showing you something about their nature, showing you something about that incident. You have to think into the Marshall exactly what it's trying to draw out, but um it's is drawing out some kind of a some kind of a setting uh, the greater scene of, of the events. Okay. All right. But um what I wanted to do over here is I thought it'd be interesting if we could take up a little bit of the question of why exactly, because the round makes the point too, why exactly do they have to say Mishal? I mean, in, uh, are they, and, and, and what are the different reasons? So we're giving one reason, just seems to be like a way of, that the idea could be stated, you know, with a lot of words. And it's not something that they're necessarily trying to hide. On the contrary, they're trying to draw out different aspects that maybe would get, uh, would get paste, you know, we get uh, missed if you just gave a uh, dry account, but um, but the Ramam seems to to, to emphasize uh, earlier that there's like a need to use marshal, like it's impossible to teach otherwise. And I think like Oren is right; these types of things you could really do it without marshal. You wouldn't say it's necessary, but the Ram seems to say earlier when he's criticizing the Rofim. He says they don't understand the need. They don't understand that Chachamim need to use mashal. Okay, so therefore, when they see it, they they don't they don't have this um, they don't have this appreciation, and 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 they're going to and their 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 reaction is going to be it's simplistic. It just means what it says it means because they don't see a, a a need to employ the mashal. So that's like the second group, he says, oh. who are like intellectuals and they're very uh, high on themselves. They're very, they think of themselves as great people because they're accomplished in different fields uh-huh. and they're not really accomplished in the fields of, of, of uh, philosophy. And therefore, they don't, and they don't want to feel, you know, lower than, uh, than anyone else. They want to feel that they're the, 
the greatest people. So when they see Chazal, they kind of like want to knock them. So they say, ah, oh, what they say is silly and they're just not really uh, intelligent people. Mm -hmm. um, but the Ram in the beginning of, I mean, Marshall is, is something the Ram discusses in several places, but in the beginning of, uh, in the Hakdamat of the Perifrachnaeus, so he, he talks about the different types of things, the different classes of, of, of information that is conveyed in the, um, in the Gemara and in, in Chazal. Right, and uh, you know, uh, things that are Kabbalah from Moshe, things that they thought of uh, that they that they have a remez to, things that they gain through um, through the Yudimomidos. And he says, and the last one he says is um, Marshall. Okay, so let me just see where it is over here. Yeah, he says it's over here. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Yeah. Ah, it's in the Katach. He says that's what he calls drushos. Um and he says again, he says you shouldn't think that they're light. They shouldn't think that they're of, of light importance. Right? Because in other words, you're reading Amara or doing halacha or we're we're, we're passing, uh, you know, need to pass in childs, and you get these stories. So there's a tendency a lot of times to say, oh, well, skip, 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 you know, it's story time, move on. Right? Uh -huh. So he says, don't look at it that way. Don't think that there's anything in the Gemara in these drushos that are of lesser importance, right? Just because you don't analyze them with the with the brisker derech, right, <laughs> doesn't mean they're of lower importance. So he says, um, he says, they really have the greatest importance, the, 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 the greatest objective. And that is what? That they include from the Ramazim Ha'amukim, right? The, the deep hints and the Inyonim Ha'nifloim, the astounding matters. Uh, he says, if you look at them um, with an Ion Ma'amik, but also hadrash, if you really delve into them, you'll see from them the absolute good, that which there is nothing higher than. Okay, you'll understand from them mehatova mukhla, the absolute good. So on the contrary, they're not low light matters. They're really the most important and, and, and sublime. And the Ram in the in the parish of Mishnah is too. The Ram a lot of times just says. You know, if a Mishnah is, if something comes up in a Mishnah that, uh, you know, that, that, that implicates a, a philosophical idea, he writes it a few places in the parish and says, I'm going to stop the discussion of halacha for a minute. I'm going to put that on hold because we've come across an important yisod, you know. So uh, sprinkled through the, the Gemara, he's saying, are these important yisodos. Um, and he says like this. Right, they they reveal you can you can be uh, you can be, be you, you see from them right important uh, philosophical uh, ideas true ideas things that people that they that the wise men hid okay like all of the philosophers in all of their generations and when you look at them on their simple meaning. 
you'll find things that are against the sense. Okay, neged hamoskol, things that seem absurd. Things that seem the, the, the most absurd. So why, why did Chazal put the most uh, important and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, high lofty ideas in terms that seem silly, stupid? Okay. So he says, they did it for Inyonim Niflam. Okay. So let's see if we can understand some of these uh, important reasons. To arouse, awaken the understanding of the of the learners. So what, what do you think he means? That's all he says. That's all he says about that. <laughs> what do you think he means by that? The orer, the orer havonas halongdim. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like a little similar to what we were saying before, but right. So, uh, right. I think you're both right. In other words, you, there, there's a in order to um, in order to teach, you really have to get the person to learn, right? You can't. You have to get the person interested. You have to get the person thinking. You got to get the gears turning, right? And one and then when a person is investing his energies he'll be able to see something. I mean, how many times have we had the experience, you know, you look at a problem and uh, you, you say, oh, I can't figure out what's going on. You, you put in a lot of work, a lot of effort, and you find something, right? What does the Gemara say? Gemara says, if a person tells you, right? Now, Gemara person says, Gemara says, if a person tells you, I worked hard, but I didn't find, you believe him. But if he says, I didn't work hard, but I did find, you don't believe him. <laughs> Right, so you have to. You definitely, it's possible that you put in the work and not find something. Right? I mean, I don't know. I, I was thinking about a problem for, for the whole week last week, and I couldn't think of anything. But, uh, but uh, believe me. But, uh, <laughs> but, but if you don't think hard, you're not going to find. That's for sure. So you got to get sometimes. Sometimes you, and especially maybe if it's a more esoteric thing, maybe. It's you know you, you need to get the per, you need to get the Talmudim motivated, interested. So a thought problem, like you said, or something bizarre, just like wow, what's going on up here? You, you, you're tapping into the natural curiosity, and that curiosity has to be activated in order for the person to think, you know, creatively. That's one. That's one issue. So it, it's it's helpful. You just tell it to him. He'll take it maybe without as much energy and, and as much input, and uh, and not really turn it over and see all of the facets. But then he says it's also to plaster over the eyes of the fools. Okay, Asher lo liolam, who will never see their hearts are never will never be uh, illuminated. Uh, he says, and if you would lay the truth in front of them, they would turn away from it, according to their lack of uh, because of their deficient nature. He says, that's what he says, Ein megalum so. you don't reveal to the, these people so. Their intelligence is not complete or perfect in order to accept the truth in its uh, clarity. 
And that's what Chacham say, we should hide. He says, you even see Chazal hiding information one from the other. It's interesting. So he says, um, you have, of course, it's not the same category he just mentioned. This, he was just talking about. But he says, even, even within Chazal, you'll see that certain things they won't teach each other. Right? So that's the story he mentions that there were, um, there were two Chacham who met each other, right? And uh, they were Bikian. In um, one was a Bucky in uh, in Mice Abracious, okay, um, and the other one knew Mice Mercola, okay. Good question. How did he know Mice Mercola without knowing Mice Abracious? I'm not sure, but uh, he says, You teach me Mice Abracious, and I'll teach you Mice Mercola, okay. So he says, Okay, they, they agreed. After they taught him Mysa Bracious, he wouldn't teach them Mysa Mercola. <laughs> so Ramam says, he didn't do this, chas v'shalom, because he was stingy, so to speak, or like, you know, he wanted to be greater than them. Like, ah, now I've got, now I've got both, and you still only have one, right? He wasn't, uh, it wasn't out of a tsaros ayin, right? He says, because that's a meter that's naguna, even to a low person, right? Again, again, right? We have to interpret their actions in light of the our our conviction in the, that they were men of great uh, integrity and, and knowledge. So he says, so certainly Chacham wouldn't do such a thing, right? Like a trick. So now I get what you have, and I don't have to give you what I what I have. Ella says also zos atzmo roi lilmod masha biyadam. He felt. And, and Maisa Merkava, I guess, puts him on a higher level, that he was right to learn what they knew. But when he heard what they had, how they told him Maisa Bracious, he didn't feel they were ready for what he knew. Okay. He said, Sometimes you have to keep things under your tongue. The sweet stuff, sometimes you keep the sweet goods under your tongue, meaning you don't, right? You don't, uh, you don't give it out, right? You don't give it out. Yeah. A foolish person wants to tell everybody everything they know, right? But um, he says, why, why? So why did he not, why not give it to them? Why not give it to them? What's the, what's the harm? What's the harm? He says, um, yeah, he says, he says, he says, these types of things, you can't, you, it's, it's not possible. You can only hint to them. And if Hashem, and if Hashem removes the the, the veil from your heart, from the one who, who is rutsly before him, after he prepares himself, then he'll be able to understand it. Yeah, but what is the problem? What is the what is the danger of uh, of teaching it to somebody who's not uh, ready? Yeah. What is that danger? What what do you say? Let me see. He doesn't go into it a little bit more. He says, he says one, one more thing. He says, 
It's not proper for a person to reveal what he knows about the secrets. Unless he's someone who's greater than him or similar to him, right? Like the Mice and British guys, they recognize the Mice and Recover guy had, had more knowledge. He says, why? Wow, harsh terms, mm-hmm. right? If you lay it out in front of the seal, if he doesn't, you know, reject it, reject it in front of you, it certainly will not, will not be good in his eyes. Right? Shlomo. Right? In the ears of a fool, do not speak. He will, he will spurn the wisdom of your, of your words. Right? He will, uh, yeah. So that's where he, he, he comes to the, uh, to the point. What's the danger? So go ahead, Sean, you want to say that? Yeah, so so the, the Ramam, he goes a little bit further. He wants to give a little bit of a, of a further explanation of why this occurs. <clears throat> I think you're both right. In other words, <clears throat> the person is not going, if the person is not capable of understanding the idea, then he's either going to misinterpret it according to the framework he's in, and then, and then it could be harmful to him. Right? It could be harmful to him because he'll, he'll take as truth a mistake, right? Or he will reject it. And, um, and and again, that will be harmful because he will think there's no value in that and he won't uh, pursue it any further. But the Ram gives a little bit of a motion. He says, he says, um, If a person sees in the words of Chazal, this is the way he says, So you read Chazal, you read, you read something, you say, this, this doesn't make sense to me. To me, you always have to say to me, right? This doesn't make sense to me. So what do you do? He says, You shouldn't attribute the deficiency to the words, but it should be to you, to your intelligence. And when you see a marshal that it's pshuto is very, very far-fetched, very hard to, far from any understanding. Listen to what the Ram says. He should be very pained by this. Why should you be in pain? Because you don't understand the Indian. What does that mean? You should, you should be in pain, right? What are you in pain about? That... Um, he says, Shelo, you should be mitzayim od al kach on this. Okay, I think you gotta, you gotta be careful how you translate this, right? What does it mean on this? That you don't understand it to the point that the truth seems absurd. That's a very serious situation you're in. You are so far off of reality that the truth. Things that are true, that Chazal are trying to teach you, to you seem absurd. How far are you out of the framework of reality that the truth seems absurd? So he says, you should be mitzta'er on this. Okay. 
people's intelligence are different, are different according to different uh, conditions, right? You can have people who are very intelligent, non intelligent. He says, but there's no doubt. He says, Shein there's no doubt that there's that there's a quality of difference between someone who under a mind that understands and a mind that doesn't. Why? Because the seicha one is a seicha b'poel and one is a seicha b'kach. Ulefikach. So if a person one is an active thinker and one is a potential thinker. But here, here's the point. Therefore, yesh dvarim anashim There are certain things that to 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 uh, specific people are perfect, are clear and, and right. Absolutely, to the, the greatest partake of the greatest uh, clarity, and to others are impossible. Okay, and everything is according to your intelligence. I don't want to go, I don't want to, we have to stop, but he gives, he gives a very simple muscle to this exact, to this particular point. He says, imagine you take a person who has no training in mathematics at all. And this, you could do this today, right? And you tell him, let's say, let's say uh, you ever been to the Grand Canyon? Tell him, I'm standing on the south rim of the Grand Canyon. And I, t- I can tell you that without moving from the south rim, I can measure exactly the distance to the north rim. Right. Let's say you would tell a person like that. Or the Ram says, let's say you tell a person from the earth, I could tell you the distance to the sun. Right. Without uh, getting there, obviously, and, and no, no tape measure. Right. So if you would tell a person something like this, he would say, what? Impossible. Right. But if someone is trained in mathematics, Someone is trained in trigonometry. To them, it's a double question. So you see something, depending on the on the framework of knowledge that you have, right? Things could be either absolutely necessary and perfectly clear, or completely impossible. So the Ram is trying to do like this. Well, there are certain ideas that will only make sense if you are if you have a background in certain knowledge. And if you are the type of person who's not trained in that, in that, in those prerequisites, and I tell you a conclusion like I could measure the distance from here to there without moving, it, it, it can't be. You say that's stupid. I say you're you're, you're a fool. You're you're imagining this, right? So Ram gives that as an example of knowledge is not so much. It's not a it's not a fact, right? It has to be. It has it's a conclusion. And if you don't have the uh, the uh, premises that make the conclusion uh, necessary—it's just a—you uh, just a do- it's a dogmatic statement, and and the person's going to reject it, right? Mm-hmm. So if you try to give information like that to a play to a person that doesn't have a an address for it, they're going to reject it, or like you said, they're going to twist it. But he seems to be also be focusing on the um, they're going to they're Reject it, and, and, and so therefore, therefore they. That's why certain things have to be hidden. That's why certain things have to be hidden, right? Yeah. Okay. We're going to continue with this. All right. So I'm going to be away. For- and there's a third thing. With Ram says in the beginning of the Mora, he hints at an idea that 
certain things can only be given over b'machal, even from a chacham to a chacham. So maybe we'll have to try to remember to pick that up next time.